Hello out there once again. It's your boy AK back again with another episode of Real Talk with AK, proudly brought to you by the People's Podcast Network, you know, a platform for seeking practical solutions for practical societal issues. Eh? We are still on that path. Even if though we haven't been on your screens that much over the last few months, but we are just facing a few technicalities. But now we are back. We are officially back. This is us coming back, and as you can see that I'm not alone. I have someone in studio with me, but we'll actually get to him when I would give him the opportunity to introduce himself, let us know who he is, what he's currently doing, you know. After all, this is the People's Podcast, you know. Yeah. So without wasting any further time, just a quick reminder to just click on that subscribe button down there, and don't also forget to follow us up. Podcasting streaming platforms. The podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Google Podcasts, just to name a few. And then, apart from that, you can also go check out our Practical Problem Solvers community. A community of practical problem solvers whereby different people from different parties come together to connect and try to find like practical solutions to some of the issues that we talk about on the show. You know. So, after all, let me just welcome our studio. Let me, our guest, I meant to say, who's, who's with us in studio. Yeah. Mr. Molefe, sir. Yes, sir. The platform is yours. Thank you, my brother, for, for, for inviting me over. I mean, uh, it's such a privilege for me. And uh, I'm really, uh, you know, I, I, I call this podcast the OG podcast. You know, very inspirational. <laughs> um, uh, and uh, so. I'm very excited for today, and I believe that the viewers are going to have an amazing time as well, as we're going to divulge in this very wonderful topic, you know. I'm afraid to, let's do the most, as he said, let's support the movement, let's keep going with it. Uh, my name, and who, who I am and what I do, is Tulakhanyo B. Tukisimoleve. So I have two surnames, Tukisimoleve. And um, I'm commercially and professionally known as Tuli the King. Um, because I've been doing a couple of things, mostly entertainment, yeah. uh, ups and downs, ups and downs, uh, experimenting with different types of uh, music, and uh, I mean entertainment streams, including music, including writing, poetry, yeah. uh, and the like. Uh, but right now, currently, I'm focusing more on uh, on podcasting. I also have a podcast of my own, as I regard yeah. this podcast as as a, a daily podcast of sorts. And uh, my podcast name is Tuli the King Connection, and um, the channel is on YouTube predominantly. We are also aiming to go on streaming platforms, audio streaming platforms. Um, it deals more about personal development and personal improvement in different areas such as spirituality, business, commerce, entrepreneurship, 
um, you know, mental health and physical health and the like. So we just bring in people, yeah. uh, and, and myself as well, we talk about how can we always individuals, especially. So I would say maybe yours is more dealing with the collective, the communal, uh, uh, you know, aspects. Ours is dealing more with the individual, we want you to grow. And then uh, I, I would say maybe by profession, because I recently graduated. Uh, thank you, thank you so much. Yeah, it was tough, you know. Those couple of years were tough, especially during COVID. So um, I did my business innovation and entrepreneurship in technology at AFDA. I acquired that and I also uh, got uh, um, an award for best discipline, if you can say best major in business leadership. So what I do right now, I consult uh, businesses and uh, brands mm. on how they can improve, how they can innovate on their business models. Mm. So practically that's what I do, but I also am a DJ, a music producer, an artist, a songwriter, and a poet, a writer as well in terms of being an author. And I'm a public speaker, actually I'm also an award-winning public speaker as well. Um, yeah, man, I guess we are on a journey of finding our identities and um, I have a bit of a passion of helping people grow and to develop. And I guess that's why we are here, that's why we are connecting. And I'm very uh, happy for this, uh, you know, um, slow adventure we're going in. You know? Slow moment. Yes. Long overdue, I ain't gonna lie. Thank you. So, uh, welcome to the show, man. Thank you, sir. We're hoping to have a great conversation, you know, and oh, I also wow. hope that our viewers and new viewers are also gonna enjoy our conversation. So on today's episode we are talking about the importance of media representation mm -hmm. and its and its impact you know on like black communities, its impact in terms of in terms of shaping like the perceptions mm -hmm. in black communities, you know. Yes. So without wasting any further time again, yes, let me just show you the first question. You know, yes sir, yes sir. So that we know that I'm crucial. So like <laughs> Can you like and like its impact mm. on shaping like the perceptions in black communities? You know, yes. Okay, how has it like played a role in influencing our daily lives, mm. especially like the lifestyles that we currently live? You know. Yeah, that's yeah. It's, I think it's an important question, and it's a it's a bit of a long question. Uh, it's deep. <laughs> Yeah. But the good thing is that we're going to have fun with it and we're going to understand different aspects and, uh, and uh, you know, areas of interest for this thing. But, you know, not going too deep into it. I think firstly we need to define what media is. Um, you know, media is just information distributed uh, to the masses. That's what we are doing. You know, we are on YouTube, a platform that's accessed by over maybe 3 billion of the entire world. The entire population that's almost uh, half and more you know i wanna say more than five billion but on an, on an average count you might say three million we have access to all of that market now that's media that's what we're doing now when you talk about um representation and you also talk about perception and creating perceptions um it's two different things but i think you know, we talk about how has media representation affected um, the perceptions that we have as black communities. So, firstly, um, how with media, what 
happens is that we learn cultures and lifestyles. In fact, there's a study that says that the best mode of learning is by video. Generally, it's not just reading, it's not just listening, but audio or videos are very interesting because you are reading or listening to someone and seeing them. So using two of your of your senses, and maybe even three, you are seeing what the person is saying, and you are hearing what the person is saying, and then you can have an emotive connection. Now, how you see, when you talk about media, information being distributed, information uh, being distributed either via, you know, word of mouth, or digital links, uh, such as digital and electronic means, such as television and radio, or you talk about platform-based means, uh, such as um, our phones, our laptops, and the internet. Then we also talk about uh, written communication. You read newspapers, blogs, uh, books. Now, from all of these things, we talk about how have these things represented us as black people, so that we may have a certain perception of it and go into it. We become what we you know, there's a thing that says you become what you eat. So I'll, 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 you know, I'll, I'll bring it down further and say we are what we consume. So if you consume pop culture, and you consume what I would call American culture, American pop culture, you hear by the accent, yo man, how you doing, man? You know, ah man, that, that, that's crazy, man. You know, we get, we got gang chicks in here. You know what I mean? You know, proper word is big capital is say they sagging pants. You know, that's the representation. When we see um, in movies, when we see on social media that the, people, the coolness or the, 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 the success is represented a certain way, we want to uh, uh, imitate it. It's, it's a subconscious thing that happens to the mind. So how has it happened? So, you know, going back to how has it impacted us as black people? As black people, Media has been very important to us. Um, maybe we'll go into how has media been used. But it has shaped us into how we dress, the accent you use, who are young, how we speak, um, we've made English our mode of uh, main mode of communication. You understand? Um, and the culture, what do we eat? So that's how it has impacted us as black people. You see, right now we, I would argue and say we dress in a Western way. Uh, we we left our that is part of our so-called organic culture, and we have we are trans, an identity as well, and we are trans, uh, transpiring to a more Western culture, or as they call it, a modern civilization culture. You know, let's not call it Western, as if we are being not racist, but classist, or something like that, whatever we can call it. But that's how I think it has impacted us. It has impacted how we speak, how we think. We see different parenting styles. We see back, if you go back 100 years, we see our grandparents having 10 children, 15 children. Right now, we don't have more than three, four, or five per household. So, do you think that is that something positive 
Um, I think it's both positive and negative. I think it depends who and what are your, your, your beliefs. Some people might think our organic culture, our traditional cultures are outdated. Do we really need polygamy? You know, do we really need to be just wearing skins on our bodies and not just clothes and stuff like that? Uh, do we really um, need to Can we start eating cereal, Kellogg's for breakfast? Do we only have to eat once a day? Do we really have to only... Um, what about, you know, when you talk about traditional culture, a 35-year-old man you know, marries a 15-year-old girl. Today, that's tough. So, I mean, it depends on the perception. Like, is it a good thing for a 35-year-old man to marry a lady or girl? Let's call it a girl. Because when that happens, in regards to tradition, you are getting someone who helps you, you are grooming them, you are growing with them, you are a leader to them, and then you potentially have more children with them to grow your territory or your empire. So in that regard, it's good. But in today's age, it's taboo. Your name is Yad step for it. statutory. So, but to answer your question straight, um, is it good or bad? I think it depends what you do with it. Are uh, you going to use it for positive or are you going to use it for negative? I don't know if you want examples, but um, it's not a yes or no answer. It's not a straightforward answer. It's all about Okay. Right. How? Okay. So, I think how can we say, like, how has the media played a role in influencing today's generation in society? Because right now, you know, we have all of these trends that are currently there in the city. They eat things, they they And should somewhere some of these things arose from somewhere, of course. So just rephrase your question, just so I can be sure I'm answering. I just want to know in terms of how has media influenced or has played a role in influencing today's generation, especially in the townships and black communities in most cases. Um, I think there are two, are they two, maybe three, main forms of media affecting black communities. The first is word of mouth, the second is television, and the third is social media. Uh, maybe with television you can say radio, but I, I'm arguing with radio a little bit. But in terms of making proper examples, I'll just leave to those three. So you're asking how has media affected um, the communities, black communities. So, sorry brother, sorry Mr. Producer, hey, there's a lot going on here. Anyway, it's alright. Um, so with oral or with word of mouth, how is how is that? Um, that's media, by the way. 
Google mang mang are something. Someone said something, something, something. We're spreading it. But I'm gonna pack the bus on that one. I want the most. In. But that one is very deep as well because what happens is if people say, "Hey, why is Makua? White people are." You mustn't mess with. You mustn't mess with that guy. What bit? You your mind has already put a um, a limit to how you're going to engage with that person. Yeah. So when you speak to someone and you you have a perception of it and you also receive that perception, yeah. it changes your limitations. It changes your your, your boundaries. So if I say to you, Yo, man, you don't you can't do business with white people. You know, you are too intelligent. You are gonna be afraid to engage with white people. So that's word of mouth. Then that's just an example. So as black communities, that's why you can see black communities, how are they affected? You see that when you when you tell them that uh, I don't I, look, uh, you're telling your parents, I don't just wanna study being a teacher, then I just wanna study being an engineer, I want to study being a fashion designer. Yeah, like what are you talking about? We have never heard of this thing called fashion design. Or let's go deeper, maybe something like uh, uh, what's something that's a bit taboo, but it's making money? I'm gonna study, uh, maybe let's say 10 years ago, I'm going to study IT. IT, computer. I computer. Computer, we go into the cafe, if at all. Computers are for rich people. So already, it, it has placed a limit on the black psyche, right? Then we move on television. Television, it, you know, when you look at soapies, Soapies, man, are very influential. Uh, Soapies, telenovelas, those things are very influential because what happens is we learn different ways of how we engage with people. I think, for example, I think uh, black people would have not been more, more, I think that was the catalyst in my view when in generations, anyone, I think it was maybe late 2000, uh, notice, at the end of the notice or maybe the early 10s. Uh, we got introduced to homosexual culture. Uh, Jason, Senzu, uh, <laughs> And uh, that, that brought a shift that actually there is such a space in our communities, a uh, so called misrepresented, uh, underrepresented uh, space. But right now, what happened uh, 10 years, 15 years later, it has become uh, accepted and acceptable for And we are back again, guys, from our short break. Eh? That was a quick one. And we are still continuing with our conversation as we talk about like the whole or importance of media in terms of shaping the perceptions of, let me not say blacks, let me just say the entire population or people within our respective communities. You know? So, without wasting any further time, but just before we get back to the show, just a quick reminder to click that subscribe button and also go check out our Patreon website. That's the website where you can get the podcast merchandise, you can get yourself discounts. It's basically a community of practical problem solvers. So you just go there, you know, there are benefits that you get when you sign up, you know. It's cheap, easily accessible, user-friendly. So it's, it's at patreon.com slash real talk with ak the people's podcast that's the website that you need to visit and then you can also go sign up for our weekly newsletter or blog on wordpress 
it's thepeoplespodcast.wordpress.com, you know, that's where you can stay updated in terms of like the artist management agency, our upcoming events and so forth, you know. So we are basically involved in a lot of things, you know. We are basically involved in a lot of things. We don't have an excuse. <laughs> we can spend the entire day talking about this project, you know. <laughs> So, uh, my brother, yes, sir. we're still on it, you know, so yeah. let me know. Yes, I was saying that there are three main forms of uh, media that we are accustomed to, you know, as I said, moral, which is word of mouth, you know, then we have uh, television, as I spoke about an example, which has shaped uh, the acceptance of homosexual culture, which was shunned, banned. Uh, we see more people coming out. In fact, it's been said around, which is a, for me, I think it's a scary stat for me um, that around 53% of the young generation is somehow affiliating with alternative sexual Anyway, from then onwards, it has shaped South African culture of homosexuality to be more acceptable, and that's only an example. You know, when you talk about, this is a big one, perceptions of how rich people are and look. You know, when you look at, I think Generations is one of the, if you look at Scandal, Generations, you look at Skim Sam, yeah. one of the most powerful businessmen or business people. Number one, most of the powerful people with per, the perception is uh, they are men. And they are corrupt and they are, you know, yeah, the world is corrupt, that's the right word. And it makes it a norm in society that corruption is the way to That's it's why the, we have what? These leaders today is like You know, it's, uh, so now it shapes the uh, perception. That's why it's like normal. You can't, in this country, you want the li license. The process you go through, you can't. Thousands, you know. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a norm in a way. So like, okay, let's now shift. Let, let, let me just uh, yeah. finish the third one, which is social media. Yeah. Social media is more for the young generation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. From, I don't know what you call people going after 2010, but they are also part of it. Because TikTok, I think the minimum age is 18. And I would assume a person who was born in 2010 is today 18, 2023. Uh, so they are part of us now and they are being warped and shaped by that culture you can see how kids are speaking you know um, even when I go back to television quickly you know we show our kids uh, cartoons and animations and they start to become more you know I, I remember a joke somebody said I heard the first word that their child said was not mama but it was something like Mickey for Mickey Mouse. <laughs> so I'm like... Uh, that's the magic. That's impact right there. Yeah. That's power right there. So there's a lot of power uh, with this thing. And it influences us, as I say, by the way, the dress, the way we speak, um, and the like. Um, the last is I'm saying social media. Social media, you know, we see a lot of influencers there. We see... Uh, one big influencer is Forex through social media. People are getting scammed after <laughs> Yeah, I mean, um, because when you look at Forex traders who are selling courses or whatever they do, they are flaunting to us success metrics that we've measured for ourselves, yeah. which are cars, money, for guys, it's girls, you know, access to these things, um, access to clothes, nice clothes, whatever it may be. And that thing shapes. Uh, 
now it has shaped the forex culture, yes. which has shaped the culture of no hard work. I don't know what to call it. Easy money. Yeah, people are like, it's easy to make money. I would argue and say, it's not easy, but it's it's accessible to make money, but it's not easy to make money. So, social media is also a big goal, because right now, um, I, I think people don't believe they, social media has also made this thing that people's lives are perfect. So people don't be when they are going through a lot, they, they, people are overly depressed. And I'm not saying, you know, don't warrant your feelings. Don't, I'm not saying discount your feelings. I'm not saying discount how you feel, you know, your mental state. But I'm saying sometimes your mental state is really what You are going to kill yourself because you are the only one. And this goes for older people. who doesn't have a pair of main keys in your circle because your, your friends are they're no longer they're not accepting you. You are swearing at your parents, you are saying you can't buy me this thing, you know, you're asking for more money from your parents, you can see that they are uh, you know you are even unemployed. I mean, you know, it's and, and now you are forcing Valona Bafile the brand of what social media is impacted to you and now you're depressing your whole family. You are putting your family in debt. So the the impact the the you know the effects on our society is real and is in the real time. When you talk about oral, television, or podcasting, and social media, we podcast as well. And uh, that's true in terms of social media because it influences a lot of things. And one of the reasons right now we actually have a generation that's not afraid to commit suicide. You know, all this weird stuff, you know, all this kind of stuff, things, you know. So, like, without wasting any further time, you know, let me just ask this question because, you know, our second guest is here, by the way. <laughs> so, like, without wasting any further time, let me just shift the focus now. Yes, how like the media has influenced black people. So now the, the the question is how do you think how do you think like the media or like what are the common misconceptions that are being portrayed by these media platforms when it comes to black communities? Because that's one of the reasons I feel like when you go to America, people in America still think Africa is a jungle. You know. Okay. Um, so I think. So I'm gonna answer it in two ways. Then I'm gonna start with the evolution of uh, black, uh, and I can say, black African uh, media representation. Then I can maybe mention, as you are talking about, uh, how has it influenced um, on the misconceptions. But it's going to be part of the, 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 the evolution. So I'll, I'll say this for free. You know, Africans are very interesting people. When we look at our culture, our history, where we are today. So, firstly, you know, Africans, you know, look back, back, back. Africans were pillars of civilization. They were pillars of mining, of trade, intercontinental trade, 
education, the first university was in Timbuktu, if I'm not mistaken, uh, when, let's call them international uh, traders, when they arrived in Africa, they already found us trading with gold and other minerals and commodities. Uh, they found trade here, rocks, we get the rocks that we have. So eventually, I mean, initially, the evolution we started of Africans were seen as innovators, mm. civilization makers, and there was that uh, thing that people came to us to Africa to trade with us. But then, secondly, other people they started feeling inferior because we had this might, this African and said we want to make these people feel inferior, like we want to deceive them to feel superior. And so, you know, not being racist or anything, but it's uh, the West, you know, they came here, I'm talking about maybe the British and the Spanish. Our colonizers. Our colonizers, the French, and all of these guys. I mean, you know, predominantly they were white in terms of skin tone um, and color and the like. Maybe not go too, maybe not be too funny. I wanted to be a bit funny. Uh, a white and let me just throw, in, throw it in you know white and maybe a shade of pink you know paleness but then they formulated ways to devalue us to make us devalue each other and then they influence other people to be that they are we are under we are not civilized we live in mud huts we are not civilized we eat organic we are poor you know 